Good morning. This morning I'm going to share with you God's Word. We've already heard it from the Psalms. And now I'm going to hear, you're going to hear it from the Gospel. And I'm going to speak on what it means to pray precariously. Hmm. What shall that be about? So to prepare us for God's Word, let us pray together. Father, again we come and turn to your word, this time the New Testament, the gospel, as we follow your son and, and what he prayed and what he did. And Lord, I pray that you would give us manna today, manna to live on, manna to go forth. So we ask, Lord, that this day that each one of us will be given a word, a word that we can trust a word that we can live on. A word that we can depend on. So by the power of your Holy Spirit, we ask that you may speak to us, O God, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, and all God's people said, Amen. This is a journey, this season we're in right now. Community of Faith has been together for about 10 years. And we're on the cusp right now of asking the congregation to, to spend some money to invest on a new staff person to come in here to expand horizons to a younger population here in the Westland area. It is a season for us to come together and to pray. Pray individually, to pray corporately, to pray for our mission to pray. And then after the service, for those that want to gather, we'll have what is called a congregational meeting. We'll be talking about this new position, uh, associate pastor for youth ministry and beyond, to reach, preach, and to teach. You might say, in some ways, that puts us in a precarious position. Hmm? We'll learn what that means in just a moment. But to introduce this theme, I invite you, if you have your Bibles, to turn to the New Testament as we hear from Jesus. And you'll notice in the, the Gospels, we'll hear about Jesus, his way of life, his way of teaching, his way of service, and his way of praying. And so in honor of our Gospel today, we invite you, if you're able, to please stand as we hear the gospel from Luke chapter 22, verses 39 to 46. Jesus is entering that time where he is going to be placed upon the cross and give his life for the world. But before this, Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him on reaching the place he said to them pray that you will not fall into temptation he withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them knelt down and prayed father if you are willing take this cup from me yet not my will but yours be done an angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him and being in anguish he prayed more earnestly and his sweat was like drops of blood 
falling to the ground. And when he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? He asked them. Get up and pray that you will not fall into temptation. And this is the gospel of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Please be seated. When you think of the word precarious, what comes to mind? Go ahead. Just shout out a suggestion. Um, it might be a synonym or something like that. When you think of precarious, what comes to mind? Go ahead. Getting injured. Danger. On the edge. Risky. All of the above. How's that? We had a young man by the name of Simon. He came on the trip last minute. There was a cancellation, and uh, his dad works at the elementary school here, and Simon came with us. We were so glad, and I didn't know the young man, Simon, very well, and the kids have gotten to know him, but this guy was a daredevil. You saw one of the pictures he was there? There was one of them. He was... He was just kind of bounding on these rocks, just going from rock to rock. I've never seen a human being go up rocks so fast. Unbelievable. And then on the way down, how he leaped from rock to rock. And I almost had just to close my eyes. And I was, thought, I was thinking, man, if there's any word that can come close to what many people think of the meaning of the word precarious, that certainly was risky dangerous, on-the-ledge type behavior. It's amazing. And then, because this young man was doing this, then other kids would do this. <laughs> then, he'd get to the, then he'd get to the orphanage foundation for his ministry, and then he was walking on ledges and jumping from ledge to ledge like Spider-Man. And <laughs> there was some laughter because there was an accident right at the very end of the trip from my child which could be said to be precarious behavior we're going to be talking about precarious prayer but I'm going to expand the definition a little bit from what you know of the word, for what I'm driving at today. It was interesting to note when I went to Webster's Dictionary and looked at all the different ways of defining this word, and then the root of the word itself, I came upon this, and I just found it fascinating. And so I'm going to read it to you. It says this, depending on the precarious, depending on the will or pleasure of another. And then underneath in Webster's, I haven't seen this before, it said, do you know, and I'll read this to you, do you know this little happiness is so very precarious that it wholly depends on the will of others? Joseph Addison, in a 1711 issue of Spectator magazine, couldn't have described the oldest sense of precarious more precisely. The original meaning of the word was depending on the will or pleasure of another. 
He goes on to say, prayers directed at that other might or might not help, but what precariousness really hangs on in the end is prex, the a Latin word for prayer. From prex comes the Latin word precarious, meaning obtained by entreaty, from whence came our own adjective precarious. From precarious gave us prayer. Thus we get, get this expression, hanging on a prayer. More, perple- more precisely for us, hanging on Jesus. So what I'd like to share with you today is what I say to pray precariously is to hang on to Jesus. To fully be dependent on Him. Remember that old song? I'm not going to sing it because you guys will leave sooner than later. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. What, how's it go? Melt me, mold me, fill me, use me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Yeah, that's a prayer, did you know? I would say that song, Spirit of the living God, is a very precarious song prayer. Melt me, mold me, fill me, use me, send me. Those are precarious words from me to thee or from you to God. Are you ready to pray that way? Yes. Why precarious? When we pray like this, we are fully dependent, relying on God. How does that make you feel? So one of the thoughts is, is when you think of precarious, you think of someone alone doing stupid things. But in the way that I'm sharing it with you is precarious is when you're walking hand in hand and sometimes carried by the one who loves you most, which is God, our Lord. Precarious behavior, being led by Jesus hand in hand. You see, it's precarious in the mind of Americans because we like to do things our own way by ourselves. In our own time, yet our God calls us to such precarious actions is to fully depend on him. Amen? That's easier said than done. Could you say that Noah was precarious? I mean, he heard from God in audible or a a soft-spoken way, I'm not sure, but we know that God spoke to Noah and said, go build a boat. And that was a long process. People were thinking he was crazy. That would be considered some precarious activity, but he fully depended on God. Give another one. How about Moses? Moses trusting in the word that God spoke to him in a bush. 
I'm going to use you, Moses, to set my people free. That was a precarious word, and Moses believed it. What about, I like this example even better, Jonah heard about the word, did what was precarious in our way by just doing it his own way, by going the other way. And then God snagged him with the fish, rescued him, and said, go and preach. Precarious behavior, trusting in the word of the Lord, and even sharing a word to the people of Nineveh that he did not like. Precarious behavior indeed, fully dependent and reliant on God. What about Jesus? Love is example. So I'm going to ask Lily, go ahead and put the scripture of the New Testament on the screen. And we Lily, you're so good at this. Sometimes working with me is precarious <laughs> in a different way. Yes. Listen to what Jesus, he's at this place. Imagine what's going on in his life. He's already seen the failings of his disciples, right? Would you, if you've had your disciples fail you so many times, would you want to put the message of the gospel in their hands? Answer, probably not. We get even a, more, a better, more descriptive example of this position that Jesus is in with his disciples and of whom the gospel was going to go out by. And listen to what happens in this encounter. Jesus reaching the place, he says, I'm praying for you. Pray that you don't fall in temptation. Jesus is knowing what's going to happen. He knows the failure of his people. So he's saying to them, basically, will you just not screw up? And saying much more than that, of course. He's not saying it in that way. So he withdrew from a stone's throw away. I always wonder if it's a stone throw because he's throwing a stone at them, making sure that they're staying awake. Knelt down and prayed. Now this is the key verse. Father, if you're willing, take this cup from me. That is what we normally would pray. Father, take this away from me. You know, and then filling in the blanks, you know my disciples. What are you thinking, Father, of giving this message to these disciples? Are you really wanting to do this, Father? Father, if you're willing, take this cup from me. Take away this suffering. There could be a different way. But listen to what he says after this, right? Father, if you're willing, take this cup from me. Yet what? Not my will, but yours be done. And then he then taught his disciples, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. A very precarious prayer where Jesus was completely what? Dependent on another. Dependent on the Father. Lord, not mine but your will be done. Oh, and what does God do? He shows a sign of God's incredible abiding presence over the Son with the next verse. You know, he could, he could have gone one way, right? Lord, take this from me. I'm out of here. That temptation was with him at the, in the wilderness for 40 days. Satan was tempted him to do something else. 
tempting him here to do something else. Don't go this way. But listen as he says, not my will, but yours be done, Lord. I'm fully dependent on the Father's will, he says. And then 43 is the provision. Love this. Don't miss it. And an angel appear, uh, from heaven appeared to him and what? Oh, that lifts me up. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was like drops of flood, of blood falling from the, the ground. And then we go on in the scriptures, right? This moved me. Because when it comes to us as Christians, when it comes to the church, we best not be doing it our own way. We're not going to get very far if we're going to do it by our own will in our own way in our own energy and our own strength amen it is by the will of god to be fully in his will at all times and so i thought of that old hymn the spirit of god fall afresh upon me right fill Mold me, meld me, mold me, fill me, use me, send me. What's another character that's great about this that lived precariously? Ah, Samuel. He was with Eli. And he hears, Samuel, Samuel, goes to Eli. And we hear that about three times. Finally, Eli gets a clue and says, that's God speaking to you. And so when he speaks to you, say, he, um, here I am. He says that. Listen. Your servant is listening. Speak, speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. And so Samuel, Samuel. And then Samuel says, Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. Oh, that's precarious. Because from that point on, he sent him on and he used him in a powerful way. Oh, it was precarious also for Moses. My, you'd think Moses didn't have a choice. He sure had a lot of excuses. You have excuses? Noah, Moses, Samuel, Jonah. How about Peter? I love that part. Pretty precarious to be sitting on a good boat. And then going out to Jesus, come. And so Jesus calls him out to come. And he comes. And he was doing really good until what? He started looking at the winds and the wave. And he started going down. And Jesus reached out to him. Jesus, our Lord, he's calling youngsters and oldsters and any stirs in between. To fully rely on God, to be fully dependent upon Him, using that meaning of the word precarious, to rely fully on the will of God and trusting in Him. And think of it, people, as a congregation. Is it possible for a church to operate completely on the will of people? And not God? Hmm. 
Yeah. So as we gather for a meeting coming up, may we come together in unison, boys and girls, men and women, young and old, and do what is precarious in the meaning of depending fully on God. And say, God, here I am. Just like Isaiah says, here I am, Lord, send me, use me, mold me. Ah, may that be us. So that we can truly be a congregation that says, we're in love with God so that we can love him more and to love others and to serve this world. And we can only do that by placing in a very precarious position in the hands of God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, oh Lord, may we stop moving on our own. May we begin moving together with you, Jesus, in the very center. Knowing that you hold us, that you will always be with us at the promise, then that no one will snatch us from your hand. That's a promise that you have a place prepared for us, that's a promise. That you're the resurrection and the life, that's a promise. May we be dependent on you. In Jesus' name, amen. I invite you to please stand at this time. And one of the things that we're doing as a congregation during this series called Pray It Up, and we talked about praying practically last week, This week is praying, well, precariously, that today in our prayer that you're going to hear me pray for us and with you is praying for our missionaries. Do you think our missionaries need prayer? And so as I list these missionaries in these missions, I know that there are some that many that are on your heart as well. And I invite you as I pray to lift those missions, those people, in your heart this day. Let's pray.